And welcome to another edition of the Wake Up Late with Dougie Show. I'm your host, Dougie Almeida, coming to you live from Simpsonville, South Carolina, where I'm blending in. Great day today. Boy, we have so much going on in the political world. And, you know, I don't like to usually do politics and stuff, but sometimes you just can't help it. Even before the show, I posted something on another comics post and they got all riled up because I didn't see their way. And it's funny, you know, when you try to be funny back and they don't like it when they make when you're making fun of their guy. Don't make fun of my guy. Well, I got the guy who's here that's probably the funniest person to make fun of that guy. Welcome today's guest, Steve Mudflap McGrew, everybody. Oh, hey, <laughs> how are you? Yeah. Uh, before the show, uh, I was talking about a Facebook post I just posted, and um, I don't need to mention the comic, who it is, you know, because I, I think the guy's great. I've always been friends with him, but you never know when, a, when a, an ideological difference may cause some sort of more, you know, someone's going to go out of their way to affect your life because they didn't like the, what you said, but uh, you he's 79 years you? old. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he, thank God. Or, but he's 79 years old. Of course, he fell off his bike. You ghouls. Uh, because we, because we know when, Trump was president. There was no ghouls on the other side. At um, all. Yeah. Why are uh, why uh, why are they making him ride a bike anyway? Well, because they know he's fucking losing it, right? And they want to make him look like he's doing something. Look at this fucking idiot. Look at him. Hey, economy's great. It's Putin's fault. Oop, that's Putin's fault. <laughs> <laughs> that's Putin's fault that he fucking fell. Well, didn't um, it be weird how he veered off from the rest of them? You know, like he went, he, it's like, oh, there's a little girl over there. Bonk. Yeah. Yeah. He saw a little girl in an ice cream cone <laughs> and he was distracted. You know, listen, you know, God bless this comic because he, it, it is the funny part I want to say because he goes, why are they making him ride a bike anyway? It's like, it's like hearing Diane Feinstein was uh, hurt in a trapeze accident. Well, no, I, I think Diane Feinstein's an older lady that trapeze, you know, being on a trapeze, unless you're a professional trapeze artist, would be difficult. His artist. Riding a, yes. And riding a bike, which, by the way, I think Biden did say when Trump was president that running the government is like riding a bike. You know, running this country is like riding a bike. Well, we all just saw how well he's running the country and riding his fucking bike. And, you know, to the comic who I posted this stuff about, you know, I'm sure he's not going to be watching this podcast. Um, but, you know, hey. I bet he good. does. <laughs> Maybe this time. Um, you know, it's just like you can make if you're going to put something out there and especially, you know, it's a bit ghouls. You know, you're referring to people as ghouls that are making fun of him falling off the bike. And again, it's just it's just, you know years of the other way around it and to, to react in any other way but supportive and tolerant of it just shows signs of a hierarchy in this high you know what i mean so it's like yeah. on the business aspect if somebody says well you can that person may not work with you well fuck them you know what i mean like you know i mean there's plenty of work out there you know if i if i'm if i'm talking to anybody about that i'm talking to you my friend but regardless there's plenty of fucking work out there regardless of what somebody doesn't like your your ideological beliefs right well, you know, it's 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 kind of sad and, and you're hitting the nail right on the head is that so many of the clubs, the as I'm doing the clubs are the liberal shitholes of they don't want you to come in and have a different opinion. You know, they we can't hire you because the other local comics said they wouldn't work if you were on a show. <laughs> Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like. 
And that's, you know, I mean, listen, it's just disgusting. The, the good thing is, is that, you know, some people are starting to turn. Some people are like, look, we were duped. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, we understand, like, I'm like, how bad does it got to get before you'll finally say that this fucking guy was the wrong, is, is not, was not good for us. Forget about what the, whoever you, listen, I voted for Trump over fucking Hillary. That was my choice. If you voted for Biden over Trump and you had a reason, good for you. Just admit you fucked up. Okay. Just admit that, you know, you fucked up. There's smooth, the guy who was in Breaking Bad's like, just pay the high gas prices. It's capitalism, asshole. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. well, you What's could, that guy's? I saw that the other day. He was like, yeah. Yeah, it's defending it. Def- well, you're rich. Yeah. You're rich. Yeah. 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 He's not, he's not, obviously, he's obviously, he's not concerned about the trucker who's using diesel fuel. In, well, the in, guy, you know, my, in, right, before, right before we recorded this, my, uh, my, my sprinkler yard, my the sprinkler had broke, the pipe snapped, and the guy was out and we were just talking and he goes, it was, it just cost me $130 to fill up my fucking truck to get here. I'm yeah. going to have to raise my prices. And I'm like, well, not yet, not yet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But that's what, that's what like normal a... people are thinking, you know? Yeah. Well, and again, it's, it's just the idea of making excuses for this guy. We just posted the story that more and more, um, uh, more, actually there are more and more, uh, Democrats now, uh, there's a poll that po- uh, poll Biden disapproval hits new high in America. Americans say they would, uh, would vote for Trump over Biden. I mean, how bad does oh, Biden have to be where people say that didn't like Trump would vote for him again? Right. And, and or listen, how, bad gonna, is Trump, how bad is your Trump derangement syndrome that hmm. high prices aren't affecting you in any way? Like, I don't mind paying more for food. I don't mind paying more for gas. I don't care. It does I, I, his his hate isn't being spewed anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Just everybody else's now. <laughs> Instead of right. having one person be you know, it's been now we're all fucking hateful. Um you know, it's just it's just a it's just horrible. It's just horrible. Um you know, and and and, and I said this, the only good thing about it is it's kind of like when you have a comic that says, I'm funnier than you, I'm gonna go on stage, I'm funnier than you, let me prove it. And then they go on stage and eat a big dick. Right? I love that. Right. And now it's like, you know, so Biden's eating a big dick, you know, and it's ru- not only ruining his because he's he's not going to be a, doing anything after this, uh, yeah. you know, besides wiping his shit on a bathroom wall somewhere. But, you know, after that. So when this is done, what it also has, it's crippled the Democratic Party. It, you know, it's actually affected any type of real true balance because now everything's going to be like pushed on the other side. And I'll say this uh, as a Republican. Um, that, you know, I, in all due honesty, I don't know if I'd want Trump to run either. You know, I'd rather have a, a DeSantis or somebody like that. Now, the question would be, would, 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 would liberals, <laughs> or, or liberal, if it's DeSantis, are they going to just, cause they've hated him already, right? They already, you know, they, yeah, they, they, he's a, they already hate DeSantis because the state Florida is like kicking everybody's ass. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, so is it is it ever going to be if it like, in other words, is, there's going to be hate on one side if it's not their person. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if we've seen hate now that Biden's been I don't see a lot of Republicans hating on the world. You know what I mean? Hating on people that like Biden. 
we're just looking at them like, when are you going to fucking, you know what I mean? We're not like, oh, you know. Well, we look at them as like, when are you going to wake up? When are you going to snap back to reality? But then you have yeah. to, but when you look at Twitter or TikTok or any of the, you know, especially lib, libs of TikTok, have you ever seen any of their stuff? You know, and it's people like, mm. it's the religious right that's causing high gas prices. Yeah, you know? that's everybody and you have to real And you have to realize these people are angry their entire life. They're, they're yeah. not you and me. They're not normal. They've been mad ever since they got hit in the face with a dodgeball. You know, <laughs> yeah. they, their entire their entire life has sucked. It, it, and if you look at like group pictures of who's protesting out in front of the Supreme Court, you go, yeah. that's the island of misfit fucking toys. That's all yeah. that is. That's not yeah. that's not normal people acting like they're pulling dead babies out of their underwear, you know? It's, these are the people. These are the these are the guys that never got picked to the Sadie Hawkins dance. These are the ladies who didn't make the cheerleader squad, right? Right. These, I mean, you know, these are all these people that have always found, like, perhaps from afar, wanted to be but couldn't. And you know, and, and it's all to me. It's always the same thing. These are critics. These are the typical critics and armchair quarterbacks. You know, these are the people, the hindsight Hindus that are fucking. Th they always think they know better. They say, "Oh, we would have handled it different." Oh, this would have been this way. We well, this was wrong. You shouldn't have done that. Well, what should we have done? I have no idea. But nevertheless, this was wrong. Right, right. right. I mean, well, you I know see what? That. I feel like I, the, I was gonna say. I feel like it's the same. What's happening with politics is what was happening with the comedy in in the eighties and nineties, where the really unfunny people were in charge. So they were booking their unfunny friends who told yeah. them how funny they were. So they yeah. moved up the chain because, oh, they're at the they're they're at the Luna Club every night. So next thing you know, they're get they got a guest spot on on uh, late night because their <laughs> friend who sucked said they were really good. You know what I mean? It's like they all failed upwards until they're yeah. sitting on the January 6th committee. Yeah. That's like an open you, uh, mic night. If you look at that panel, it looks like an open mic night of like, oh. you know, that now's my chance to shine. Yeah. With a, with a worthless hearing uh, that, you know, to try to point, try to get from one point to the other. You know, it's interesting. I, you know, I do find it interesting that when you read that and everything that was happening and stuff. And to me, it's like, well, look, you know, at the same to me, it's interesting. It's both sides. Right. We had the We had the Russian Russian collusion hoax which we know Hillary and, every, and the FBI were weaponized and all that kind of shit. Anybody who's not judgmental can see what happened on that, right? We had two yeah. impeachment hearings, you know, hindering a president through a pandemic uh, and all this shit, even through, uh, you know, even through all that, still, you know, still keeping things going well uh, and keeping the world balanced uh, through all that horse shit. Uh, and now, you know, why, why wouldn't other politicians on the other side be a little more like, you know, let's, what can we do here? You know, you know, and, and again, just because there's no evidence of a crime doesn't mean a crime wasn't committed. It just has not yet been discovered. Um, you know what I'm saying? Who knows? Uh, you know, 10 or yeah. 20 years will be interesting what we find out about what happened. The truth in 2020 really comes out. Yeah. When things start, you know, uh, and who knows? I don't know. I, you know, it just seemed really odd. Just, to, you know, and it, I wouldn't be it, it's not far fetched to believe the hatred for Trump wouldn't cause some you know, shenanery or chicanery, as they say. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Um, and I think the government well, you know, can be very powerful. What I don't understand is how, and I think more and more people are waking up to this and getting upset about it, is the is the the two sides of the law. Like nothing ever happens to the Democrats. 
You know, right. the FBI doesn't doesn't kick in their door and arrest them at four in the morning. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. So I, I think they're starting to see that. Like like Adam Schiff, for how long did he say, I have proof? I have proof. I have proof. Yeah. And we will prove. No, you have no proof, but yet you're not arrested. And now the other yeah. day he was talking about the January 6th about having proof, but he doesn't want to get ahead of the hearing. Like, fucker, you already lied for f- over four years and you're not in jail. Yeah. You know, and yeah. well, here's where I was going with this. I, I'm back in Facebook jail right oh, now no. because yeah. I said, why don't we arrest these people, put them in jail and work it out in court like we would with normal people? I'm in Facebook jail because they said that was harassment. I was harassing because wow. I used the names yeah. Adam Schiff, Hillary Clinton. That I like. Why don't we arrest them? And I, I targeted harassment. Is, isn't any political figure uh, gets fair game for, for yeah. a discussion like that? You would think so. Even like if, if you're an actor, or an actress, you're in a movie, you're in a play, you have critics that are going to you know comment on your whether you do well or not. Um, you know, you, it, you know, it's amazing to me that it, the, the, I mean, that, listen, the hypocrisy is amazing. We, we have uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland in Ukraine right now, supposedly going to help get some advice to uh, uh, to to to, um, uh, to to Ukraine about war crimes. Meanwhile, they're going to say, what was your experience handling war crimes? Well, I did take get a bunch of parents on the FBI's watch list because they were not happy about CRT, something we're dealing with over there. And, uh, you know, and uh, there's some young kids in school that were thinking about getting them expelled because if they don't use the he, her, or she, or them, we're going to get, we're going to ruin their young lives in, in high school and in middle school and elementary schools because, because we expect, you know, six years old, six year olds and five year olds who didn't know the difference between sexuality and when somebody, listen, anyway. we don't expect the six year old to know their sex, but we do expect their schoolmate to know what their sex is and to be able to respect it all and do that all while they're going through their own shit. That's what we expect. That's right. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I just want to go screw you and your pronouns. I'm not playing along with your insanity because it's your insanity, not mine. I want to be yeah. called this good. Good for you. I'm not doing it. But then, you know what I mean? What happened to me? That's the way it is in America. Some people yeah. might call you, go along with it. I'm not. Why are you forcing everybody? Yeah. Like you said, kids it don't is... have any idea. They have no idea. Yeah. Let the, the kids are trying to go through all kinds of learning experiences. You know what I mean? And, and, and the thing is, we got to be tolerant of them. You have to be tolerant of their, you know, their mistakes. And, you know, and, and you don't you don't just crush come crushing down on this because it's important. You know, it's more it's more important you to to ruin the lives of 90 percent of the majority of children to protect the two, three percent of the majority, the minority that you're trying to protect their feelings. You know, well, it's and, the and, chaos. And, it's it's the chaos. They need the chaos. Yeah, that's what they're putting. Yeah. You know, when, when you lose the minority vote, when the blacks, when blacks, Hispanics, Asians are all voting more toward Republicans, you have to find a new victim group. So you have to create this wasn't yeah. around four or five years ago. They've created this to have chaos. I don't know if you saw it, but even even Hillary Clinton herself, she said that the transgender issue was a big issue, but she recently just said it's 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 really not what we should be focusing on, you know, and 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 it isn't, you know, I mean, these kids need counseling and all kinds of shit. And God bless, you know, it's got to be a a traumatic thing to go through anybody who's going through this. But, you know, that's theirs. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, we got fucking. But here's what got, I'm afraid of. It's just the fashionable. That's what I'm afraid of because we pushed it so big. And, you know, TikTok, you can become a celebrity if you say, you know, I'm 
I'm I'm about to transition. Oh, I'm follower, follower. You know, you get all this exposure. And I'm afraid like four or five years from now when they go, well, I'm not getting the uh, likes and video shares that I used to. Maybe I shouldn't have cut this off. Oh, uh, you know? there's there's de- there's definitely going to be a lot of buyer's remorse when it comes to sex change <laughs> operations. Buyer's you know remorse. what I mean? <laughs> no, I mean it's not. You know, it's not like you. You know, it's 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 even much worse than getting a tattoo. You know, my right. my nephew, my nephew transitioned and stuff. You know, and and it was like you know I can only imagine. And, and you know, you feel for them because you want them to find, like anybody. You want a human being to find comfort, love, and understanding about like to know oneself is to know God. Right. Even Shakespeare said, know thyself. You have to, you know, that's where things begin. And so, you know, yeah. that's that's got to be done. But I mean, that's not easy for anybody. Now, it's not like, every, you know, oh, I, when I was five years old, I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking be a comic and be a financial guy. I got everything figured out. Why? Because I'm white. That's why I'm white. You know, no, none of that shit happened easily. So it's it's a big fucking craziness uh, going on. Well, but, but there was. As- go ahead. As, as you and I know, as you get older, you realize that life is nothing but a series of mistakes that you live through. You know, yeah. like, it's not like it's it's good all, like, I was the, I made the right choice there. Boy, I was the good, yeah. you know, I, I'm glad I listened to that car salesman. I, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, I think a lot of these younger kids, they're, they're young and they're not experiencing hardships at all. So life is just going to slap them in the dick or oh, yeah. not a dick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to get slapped in their, in their, in their, in their, their gap. I, you know, I, <laughs> whatever it is, you're right. And you're right. You know what? Listen, uh, uh, it, you, it is, you're exactly right. If you don't know how to deal with adversity and then you have to, you, uh, the older you get, the adversity only multiplies to its level of, of, uh, of, you know, of detriment. So, Right. You know, the, if you're if you're coming, if you're going into that world, like, I mean, that's why you have. Listen, the, the beginning of this is when we started seeing athletes and Olympic athletes starting to break down and oh, I, I'm having a mental breakdown. That's it's not that it's inexcusable. It, you know, it, it, it happens. Listen, I've, I've been at professional level athletes. I've been in, you know, in, in high you as an as a produce as a as a as a performer, you know, uh, you know, but. That's the difference. That's why not everybody can walk on the moon. That's why you have that level. But now what you're seeing is these people don't have these coping mechanisms because everything's been handed. Everything's been there. Everything's right there. You know, I work with Steve Trevino this week and he, he mentioned something great. He goes, when his actors says, meant my kid, my kid wants, you know, he wants Nikes. That's a good feeling. You know, it's a good feeling to want something, you know, yeah. to really like, that's something I really want to, I really want. Well, good. You got to work for it. You can't just be given it because then you don't understand want. You don't. You, yeah. you, there's no. There's no achievement. There's no like. Yeah. There's, you know. Well, it's back, there's no it's feeling. Like, it's like back in the day when when those of us that had you know we didn't get the car handed to us. You, you know, you're in high school. I remember your friend would have like, hey, the the baker's son got a Porsche. I'm driving yeah. a five hundred dollar piece of shit, but I yeah. wax it every day. You know what I yeah. mean? I'm armor all in the cracking seats. I'm taking care of this bitch because I bought it. Yeah, yeah no doubt. While, right? while they're, a, while they're a, squealing the tires on the daddy's car, you know? Yeah. I had a Buick, I had a Buick Brown Sky, Buick, Buick Skylark station wagon where the floorboard was rusted out. And, uh, you know, if you threw a piece, if you threw something in the back seat, I'd make sure you got it out of there and pick through it out, asshole. You know, <laughs> meanwhile, my buddy, meanwhile, my buddy's driving a brand new, uh, you know, uh, smoking the bandit trans am you know yeah holy shit you know and not taking care That's, of it 
Yeah. Well, this particular friend I'm talking about did. He, you know, his father was pretty stern, but uh, so oh, I guess okay. you know. There, but there you are know levels. what I'm talking but, about? The people that yeah. they just didn't treat the car right because they didn't pay for it. Yeah. Daddy will buy me new tires. Daddy will fix yeah. the transmission. No true appreciation, you know. And the only way that you're going to appreciate is by by striving for and and like you said, failing, you know. And, and you know, it's like I didn't. I came from a have-not family, so by the time I started making money in my twenties, I bought a Corvette. You know what I mean? It was like, oh. And then I realized, not a fucking $1,500 for a brake job. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm going yeah, to go back all, and buy a Celica. We all want that until you realize, you know, what the extra cost that comes along. You don't realize that, you know? Then you're like, yeah. you know, I'm I'm okay with a Toyota Corolla getting 32 miles to a gallon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with adjusting the seat myself in the car. Right. I mean? Right. <laughs> I don't need like a, a Land Rover window. that the that the one windshield wiper is a hundred and ten dollars. You know. No shit. <laughs> exactly. If I can have an Audi A eight L, big beautiful car, and you know, that brought it in for service, twenty eight hundred dollars. I'm like, motherfucker. You know, you, you got yeah. a Breitling watch or a Rolex watch, beautiful watch, ten fifty. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a dick extender, hey baby. But you know, the, every yeah. few years you got to send it in for service for a thousand dollars. Yeah, where yeah, I, I paid buy, I buy... twelve dollars for a Timex, and it tells time just like a Rolex. <laughs> yeah, I don't even use a fucking car. You have my phone. So uh, yeah, unbelievable. But there was some justice this past week uh, where the where the scales and, and it couldn't happen to a, a better person. But um, late show uh, with Stephen Colbert staffers, including Robert Smeagol, arrested at the U.S. Capitol. Uh, you know, for supposedly, and of course, you know, they got in and they weren't supposed to be in there. So at least they were arrested. There was some justice, right? Right. But have you seen the, the, the people taking up for them? Like, you know, when you were saying they they were in there illegally, they were asked to leave. Right. They came back in, they weren't being escorted. They basically, and they were charged with the exact same charges as the January right. 6th people. But the people right. that are taken up, like, they were there to film a comedy skit, not overthrow the government. You're like, are you mm. that stupid? Are you just not paying attention to the facts yeah. or you not care? Yeah. When I stabbed the person, I wasn't trying to kill them. I was only trying to see how far my knife can go in without killing them. Yeah, see, it, was, a it was a thing. comedy sketch. Yes. It was yes. called, "Kill." I'm killing it in comedy. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't knock on the other those uh, particular Republican doors, you know, congressmen's doors, you know, interrupting, you know. Uh, yeah. And, you know, listen, in all admission, the it, law is the law. You know, I was going to be a lawyer. So there is a law. If you break the law, you break the law. The intensity of how you were going to break the law is not judged. It's the fact whether or not you broke the law or not. Um, and uh, but we know that, you know, you know, you know Smeagol's not going to be in a, a solitary confinement with fucking, you know, with the dog. With, for you, you know, to poop on. Yeah, yeah, I'll have him here to poop on. Uh, Triumph uh, the insult dog. Triumph. Yeah, that's that guy's fucking yeah, that, funny that, though. That, that puppet needs to be in Gitmo. That you know, <laughs> how, you know, some of the January six people are still locked up, but the puppet gets yeah. to go home. That's bullshit. Yeah. yeah, that would be a funny bit. They show they show uh, hit the puppet in fucking Gitmo. I'm being waterboarded. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a comedy skit. It was just a comedy skit. I am not a. I am not a revolutionary. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, at any rate. But we, but then, you, then Colbert comes on come, comes on and makes a he makes a joke about it. You know, like yeah. it was what first degree puppetry. 
we're being charged with first degree puppetry or whatever he said. You know, like it's not a joke, dude. You were in the Capitol illegal, just like everybody else. Don't laugh it off. Or or my dad, my dad was like, I'll slap that smile right off your face. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, I mean, has anybody even watching Colbert? I mean, you know, the numbers came out on the news and CNN are lower than it's ever been and that kind of shit. I'm just wondering. If is if Gutfeld is still beating Colbert on the on the late night, that, that's pretty embarrassing. Um, yeah, I just saw that Gutfeld is beat beating like everybody, which it is good and bad at the same time because yeah. I, I it, I'm glad that it is and conservatives are getting some type of show, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm I wish I liked the show, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah, I I, <laughs> I want to like it. I I I I. I, I'm yeah. never going to get on the show if I keep talking, but that's what I, I know. Mean. I know like, exactly. I know. It ought to be. I know. Jim- it's the same people over and over. It's the yeah. same guests. It's like, at least it, look around. There's conservative yeah. comics out here. There's guys that could actually do something besides, you know, oh, we've got the woman from uh, the Fox and Friends again tonight. Boy, she was hysterical yeah. last night, wasn't she? Yeah. Wasn't she? Yeah, I mean, I, my friend Jim Florentine's been on that show a couple of times, on so often that the skits they do, the fit, the recording, the videos they do are horrible. Whoever writes them's got to be fired. Um, oh, you know, especially those the are, one that the cat cat Tiff does is the uh, is I'm I'm supposed to be a liberal in a green wig. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh. Uh, just you know, again, there I'm sure there's much better conservative comics out there that can fill that spot that would work for cheap. Um, right, and but you know, it makes us look bad. Because I, I yeah. will see stuff. People will write. Now we know why you know conservatives aren't funny. No, we're fucking hysterical. <laughs> if we got yeah. the chance, <laughs> yeah, get us out of this box. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, you're right, and uh, I agree. And, and you know what? And here's the thing: I told somebody recently as a joke. I'm like, you watch Fox? I go, I can't watch Fox. They're like, why? Because of the programming. It's all this. I go, no, no, because I just can't stand the My Pillow guy commercials. I mean, they're fucking <laughs> killing me. The you know, the poor guy. This is your last chance to get my slippers. Will you be the best slippers you've ever bought? You know. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm knocking them down. They were sixty nine ninety five, and today they're four dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Please save this, me. This king size pillow used to be three thousand four hundred eighty five bucks, but today for you it's going to be twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, and since <laughs> they're kicking me out pillow. of Walmart, it's all on sale. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this poor guy. I mean, if anybody went too far, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, well, I, feel, I, I love the fact that, like, you know, he's donating one million pillows to Ukraine. Yeah, because he couldn't sell the fuckers. You know? <laughs> yeah, they're still they're still in the fucking back room. <laughs> you know, just, I got a write off. I got a write off. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're going to see a bunch of Ukrainian soldiers hitting the fucking Russians with fucking these hard ass pillows. Knock you the fuck out. <laughs> Well, hardest, maybe that's what hardest... that war should turn into. Just a giant yeah, big pillow my fight. pillow fight. You know, <laughs> <Exactly>. just... <laughs> Charge! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Winner takes all, baby. Winner takes all. Yeah, yeah just think these, about these... it. The Russian bomber comes over, drops my pillows. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. You know, just kind of a, so- a soft pillow attack, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, they're going to be dropping their pillows, but we're going to, you know, the, the, those pillows are hard as rocks, man, so... Wow, we the Ukrainians won the award because of the secret of the my pillow guy. That's right, they wore you the know, slippers. 
You know, I was thinking about this t- the other day. I was at the airport, and, I, and I'm sure you've seen it. The Russian coffee company, Das Bog. Mm. You know, but and then heard it's it. well, yeah, it's it's big here in Denver. I mean, there's a dot, and how does a company all of a sudden go? My God, Russia, stop! You're killing my business. Because <laughs> you know, a lot of people aren't aren't going to be like, you know, I'd really like some Russia. The way they're tearing up those Ukraine people, I'd really like a cup of their coffee. Yeah, nothing better. Th- nothing better to go over with war crimes and and rape and pillaging than a nice big glass of Russian coffee. Mm. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Before we blow up Florida and Texas with our nuclear arsenal, we like to have a cup of the Russian coffee. This Das Bog is delicious. What's Das Bog <laughs> mean? It means run for your life. Yes, it's like, you're fucked. (laughs) Das Bog in Russian means you're fucked. Um, Yeah, so listen, we all hope it works out. And, you know, to my liberal friends out there, God bless you. You know, like I said, I'm not going to tell you why did you vote for who you did. I get you and all that shit, but just own up. Um, Listen, they they say there's, there's inflation all over the globe. I go, yeah, but each country has a different layer of inflation based on how well their economy was placed for it. Like, I will say this. As a licensed guy, I tell you, we're in a different situation than we were in 2008. You know, people aren't underwater in their homes. Most people have a huge amount of equity in their homes. A lot of people with their mortgages are not in variable rate mortgages. They were you'd you'd be a complete fucking moron if you bought a variable rate mortgage when the rates were three <laughs> percent. You know how much lower could it fucking go? And you know, so there's a different aspect, right? It'll be interesting. We still got some things to see with this economy, but. As long as it stays shitty through November so we can get these fucking putts out of office, you know, in the uh, in Congress and the Senate um, in the House, I should say. So the one thing they are talking about are these gun laws. And the one thing I found interesting was these red flag laws. And oh, one yeah. of the things that one of the things they're having a problem with is the boyfriend clause, which, you know, could you imagine? Listen, right. Especially after seeing the Johnny Depp, you know, Amanda Heard trial, you know, all she all somebody has to do now is my my. My boyfriend tried to shoot me with a gun. Next thing you know, you got the FBI at your house confiscating all your fucking weapons because some fucking dumb bitch who doesn't, you know, who doesn't like you going to strip clubs when she's away, you know, probably banging a yeah. pilot, you know, or something. But she's going to get mad at you and have all your guns confiscated because she tells you you're a bad guy. Well, that's the that, that's the Dougie clause. I think that's what that is when you're, you know, when you're out on the road and I don't know what you're doing and. Well, here's what I said about it is because even on Twitter, I mean, look, at if you posted something like to that, uh, that comic that we were talking about at the start of the show that you made fun of, of, okay, they're pissed off at you. They report you as being crazy. I think he's crazy. Have you seen some of his, they come and they take your guns away while they investigate you. You never get them back. And now the, uh, the liberal that report reported you is like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all that it yeah. is. Well, that liberal needs to know that even without a gun, my sword or knives will be a lot more damaging and much uh, take a little longer to carve you up uh, as I come get you. Um, <laughs> oh, now this is going to be banned. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's you know, you know, it's it's unconstitutional. It is, you know, the, the whole idea of it and, and you know, to, to, to be doing that. And, you know, it, it, and again, it, it's this who is to say. You know, it, you, there's no trust. There's no trust to be able to say if somebody says this, then they're going to follow it and confiscate based on the word of another. You know, there's no You're proof, right. you know, prove it. No you due know? process. Yeah. yeah, there's no due process in this. You know, as long as it fits the narrative, 
you know, you could say, oh, my liberal girlfriend, you know, I woke up and she put, you know, acid on my nuts and she put poison in my fucking coffee. You know, and then the guy was, oh, did you vote for Trump? Well, nah, you probably deserved it. You know what I mean? They don't give a fuck. They, right, you know, they right. You know, it just went, oh, they're okay. I'm sure I understand why she did it, asshole. You know, well, fuck, dude. Well, you know what? I pushed her. You're going to fucking jail, asshole. You pushed her. Well, I, you know? I'm worried about this country ever, ever being united again. I mean, in any way, shape or form, especially when you keep hearing newscasters talking about we can't judge each other equally. You know, you can't you can't assume their views are the same. I don't know if you've heard that the yeah. Don Lemon and some of the guys were talking about that. You can't you cannot view their opinion as as the same as ours. Well, you can't come together if you can't see like, OK, I see what you're saying, but I disagree. You know, or, 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 yeah. I'll give you that. But what about this? But if you just flat out go, we cannot give their opinion the same weight. Yeah, no, it, it, listen, it's a hierarchy. It, it's an it's an elitist type thing. It's it's a you know, it's disgusting. And, you know, those are the and that's a, that that's a bad thing uh, that can happen. And I think the last of the topics today, it all boils down to this fact that Americans belief in God sees drastic drops since 2016. You know, I'd hate to say this is in the scripture, but uh, in Revelations and Ezekiel uh, and some of that, those chapters, I think that was the New Testament. That's the Old Testament. I can't remember. Um, yeah, I don't remember. Any of those either. weird uh, names like that were usually in the Old Testament. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Um, According but, you to know, Jebediah. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, you know, less people believe in God. And I remember reading stories about this when I was maybe 10 years old and stuff and some of these things and things I would read. Like, how is that possible? Because, you know, 15, 20 years ago, 95 percent of our population believed in God. You know, now you're probably now you're looking at somewhere around 85 percent or some you know, between the ages and younger people, even less. Um, well, I blame social media on that of, of allowing people to say there is no God and push the no God narrative and taking God out of everything. You, you know where young people learn about God is from daddy's belt. That's where you actually look like, Jesus, save me from this man. You, you know, yeah. you, you want to you meet Jesus? I'll introduce you to Jesus. Yeah. It, none of that's happening. You know, people, parents are, you know, parents are too scared to discipline their kids. Uh, and you know, th listen, that's why I said this to somebody about, you know, so somebody was having this debate with me about how a middle school, elementary school child should be able to make the choice of changing their sex, regardless of what the parent thinks and the parents. So I said, okay, here's what I think we should do. Right. For every parent that allows their five-year-old six, whatever age like that, allow them to, to transition. That same parent should also allow that same child to hold a health surrogate uh uh in other words if something happened to mom and she was out yeah that same five-year-old can then be the health surrogate of that mom and sign off on a dnr so if you're right. so comfortable in, the, in their decision-making process About that child health. should also be given health surrogacy and also power of attorney on your finances so if they're your if mom that, if just had that, a heart attack what do you want us to do yeah let her go <laughs> she's old She's 42 years old. Let her go. <laughs> She's 42. She's, lived a good She's about life. done anyway. Yeah. I'm about to fit in her dresses anyway. Um, you <laughs> okay, know. son. 
It's the absurdity. You know, I said to somebody, says that's not even close. I go, no, you don't even get it. That's the absurdity that if you think a person at that age can really knows what's best for them, then you are also saying they know what's best for someone else. Because that's what that's what logic is. That's what intelligence and wisdom is. It's not just set in yourself and then is, is absent when it has anybody else or any other topic involved. You know, it's the ability right. to make decisions and determine and weigh in a due diligence of information before you make a decision. So uh, if you think it's great for that child, then that child should also be given power of attorney and health surrogate powers over the parents. And they can do it, use it at their whim at any point. Well, here's what kind of what you're thinking uh, the uh what's that leah the leah leah what are thompson or was the guide swimmer yeah you know just got got banned from the world swimming thing or whatever but they're saying yeah. if but you have to transition before 12. which like they're pushing like they're saying get it done early get it done. if you look yeah. look if you get it done when you're like five then you can be a a chick swimmer so again it goes back to that well wait how about just not yeah. at all how about, yeah. how about, how about, I, th I thought I read an article that, you know, if that's the case, you should have, if it's becoming that rampant and it is more and more like, you know, some, uh, I, had a, I have a friend who's a school teacher and she said, you know, homosexuality is no longer something you're born with. These people are starting to choose it because they see it's like a, they're almost, in, they're almost inspired by it. You know, like it's a new way to be different. You know, it's a be new famous, way to be, get likes and yeah, be, yeah, it, it, exactly. It, it's that, it's that, it's a need for attention, uh, right? And that's causing people to make these decisions in a sense. So, uh, so even with that, right. I mean, you know, you know, you're, you're having more of it. So if it becomes that rampant, guess what? Have a league, have a male league, have a female and have a, a non-binary, uh, sporting. So that way women who are men can compete and men who are women can compete and they all compete against each other. Well, Caitlin, hmm. Caitlin Jenner said the other day, like she thought it was, you know, they should have their own, uh, category like male swimmer female swimmer uh you know trans trans or whatever i'm paraphrasing because i remember but but the other person goes um but who would they swim against because there's not like there's full teams yeah. right. you know what i mean yeah they should be competing by themselves you know in the water and now at a record-breaking time finishing first second third fourth fifth sixth seventh and eighth is leah thompson <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just feel bad. I don't know if you saw this. There's a new group called Gays Against Groomers. Have you heard about that? No. Gays it's, Against it's Groomers. A, a, gays Against Groomers. It's it's a group of 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 you know they're they're gay, but they don't believe that they should be part of this whole the drag queen situation should not be part of what what their struggle is. You know, like right. the, like like this the person that started the group. You can look it up. There's like. They're saying like any normal adult sees that this is wrong for a child, whether you're straight or gay, having a drag queen at a story hour is not right yeah. because yeah. drag queen is sex. It's sexual. It is. It's the whole thing is based on, you know, being sexual. And, right. and so they're trying to, this group is trying to, to like distance themselves from the, the rest of them. Like, you know, it used yeah. to just be, you know, L L B what was it L B G or L B Q or whatever it was, and then it became right. the uh, T R V Q I plus or you know, and they're like, wait a minute, yeah. you're you're not part of us, don't. Yeah, they're, they're all jumping group, in. That's what this group is saying. It's like when they try to when they try to for medicines for boner pills, they try to say, oh, and by the way, it also helps P E. You know, 
Guy's like, no, I don't have a problem with PE, man. I just have a problem with getting my dick hard. Well, you're okay with that, but not coming early. Um, <laughs> yeah. <you know. laughs> well, you know what? It's time for the news is a, a joke, everybody. This is where me and Steve will talk about stories and make fun of them as much as quick as much as we possibly can. Um, that's right. Um, let me see if I didn't screw this up. Nobody here. even knows what that sound means anymore. I didn't know if you knew this. Uh, very this scientific news. Um, but in a pinch, you might be able to breathe through your ass. It says here that uh, <clears throat> they... they... <laughs> Boy, you, you thought it was hard to have a fresh breath before. Uh... <laughs> Those new Tic Tac enemas are awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, you mind shoving that Tic Tac up my ass before I take a breath? Um <laughs> Uh, they, they actually, they scrubbed the, uh, colons, I guess, of, um, uh, of pigs and shit like that. And they found out when they put oxygen in there, that it actually went into their bloodstream. Um, so I don't know how often you're going to be able to have your, uh, your bowel scrubbed, uh, so that you could breathe out of your ass. But, uh, it's good to know that, uh, someday if you, if you got, you know, you got, somebody's choking you, you know, hold on a second. So, so they would just move they would just move your mask to your asshole. <laughs> yes. Just, you know, like if, if your face was jacked up in an accident, they would just put the oxygen mask over your butthole. Or they would yeah. use like those those uh what was those douche nozzles that your mom used to have, you know, with the holes yeah. in the end of it. They just put oxygen and shove that up your ass and you're like, But it's amazing. It's amazing because you, you remember there was a movie called The Deep or something like that. I remember where they can they you had to learn how to breathe in oxygen that was a liquid form, liquid, so that your lungs yeah. wouldn't collapse at a very far depth, and that's actually yeah. being trained by uh, military uh, uh, the Navy is training that kind of stuff. Um, but but that's what they would do. They would shove this big fucking like this this I don't know like a Gatorade of air, you know, up your ass, and then you could like you wouldn't have to breathe. You would just the oxygen would be like going through your asshole and up and through your system, and you're like. I don't know how I'm doing it, but you know, I'm doing it. And, uh, and then it really bad. Oh, I got a shit. I got to take a shit now. Hold on. I can't breathe. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, but that, listen, that's amazing. I, I just find it, you know, all the things that are, we're going through. Well, a lot um, of people have been I, talking out of their ass for years. So obviously yeah. air can come in and out. And <laughs> now just breathe through it. Oh, fuck. Oh my God. What the fuck? I got an article here. Yeah, of course, it's not going to let me do this shit. This is um, an article of, uh, oh, there you go. Thank you. Walking on hot coals, company event goes wrong. You know, they have these corporate building things. Okay, what are we going to do? A lifeboat thing. You know, we're all going to do this. Or we're going to have like the, you know, the thing where you fall and they catch you, you know, that kind of yeah. shit. You know, teamwork, team teamwork. Building. You know, all of a sudden some guy says, this is what we're going to do. We're going to walk across coals. You know, Tony Robbins would do that shit. They had that, I think some of his fucking things that had people. You know, they used to have people breaking boards. You know, I, had a, I had a buddy of mine that went to a fucking Tony Robbins thing. I punched the board. And I go, yeah, so does my six-year-old kid in karate class, you fucking moron. You know, and, yeah. and, you know especially when they freeze the boards and they, they have a, they put a, light, a thing through it so you can cut it. So you buy a book from Tony Robbins. I'm, I'm invincible. Uh, you know, <laughs> in the immortal words of Bruce Lee, boards don't hit back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did he know? really say that? 
Yeah, and in um, Enter the Dragon, Bolo, the big Chinese guy, you know, he throws uh, up a board and picks it, you know, or, or, or was it the other, the American guy that used to fought? And Bruce Lee is like, he's looking at him like, mm, like, uh, you know, Bruce is like, boards, don't hit back. Um, wow, you do a great so, yeah. Bruce Lee. Yes, be water, my friend, be water. Water can crash or it can flow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cato. <laughs> uh fucking hell um yeah so you know they they said let's have what fire coals and and like 20 people got their feet all fucked up <laughs> you know what i mean now now the company has to hire fucking get indeed to hire new people you know that could be well, good indeed could you ever see those indeed the company I, indeed I, is like a, we need new employees indeed <laughs> yes <laughs> well isn't there some I kind of magic fucking foot yeah, Isn't I mean, there some you kind know. of magic trick that 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 walk, coal walking anyway? Wasn't there some kind of like they you walked on wet grass before you walked on the fire? I mean, there was some kind of it wasn't just hey, let's walk on hot coals. There was some kind of trick to it. Well, the trick is walk fast. You can't like take slow steps. Number one, when you walk, it's got to be you know, it's one foot's leaving, the other one's in the air. You know, you have to. <laughs> Hopping like a, uh, and yeah, and sometimes you can put like, you know, you get like cold water on your feet. So it kind of takes away the first few steps. Um, but yeah, that's a funny indeed commercial. We just lost eight people at the company picnic. We need indeed. Indeed we do. And we, and we need a new, and we, and we need a new and meeting you see director. an ambulance over there banding, banding up feet, you know, <laughs> you know, what's hysterical is while we're recording this, my wife, right now is at a one of these team these team buildings she's at that's where oh, she, they're, they're meeting for a dinner and a thing uh for like a bowling alley for a team thing yeah oh hold on it says here i'm reading the thing that your wife's a company and after bowling we're going to be walking across fiery coals and, ah! and, dodging, paint, and dodging paint bullets shot by a guy with an uzi dressed like a banger a, a gang banger <laughs> Turned out That's he was he, real. Yeah, hope that the guy got here late. <laughs> the actor got here late. <laughs> There's supposed to be fake bullets. <laughs> oh, fucking. Oh, uh, federal hogs help. find uh, federal hogs and find and destroy cocaine worth twenty two thousand dollars hidden in the woods. Now is that federal um, or or feral? Feral hogs. Yeah, they were. <laughs> does that mean they're horny? Federal. A federal hog is is. <laughs> is Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says here a stash of cocaine worth twenty-two thousand hidden in an Italian forest by a gang of suspected drug dealers. Well, who else would it be? Um, were reportedly destroyed by wild boars, and then later on, those same wild boars were depressed for three weeks. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> all those hogs, their wives left them, and they lost their jobs. Uh, police dismantled a smuggling operation in Tuscany after placing a wiretap. And they, uh, yeah, so, yeah. What is, the, what is suspect, the... suspected drug dealer? I, that, yeah. That's just one of the, that's one of those things that the journalist has to say. It can't just say yeah. drug dealers who know suspected, yeah. you know. Yeah. See, the guy was standing on the corner like this. He's a suspected yeah. drug dealer, that guy. You know I mean? the, guy's in there. <laughs> the guy licking his teeth. 
<laughs> and the guy who won't stop the guy who won't shut up hey how you guys doing today you doing good you doing good yeah me too you know i'm pretty good yeah i'm happy you know my wife's pain i don't know i like going away sometimes i like ice cream and shit you know what are you gonna do um <laughs> that sounds like first-hand uh, knowledge no no not at all no listen i admit it, i had my days but that was the easiest drug on earth to quit for me and of all the drugs i've ever taken that was the easiest one that was to me to quit um and then um our next story i don't know what the hell happened to my computer here hold on everything all my stories i pulled up are, are uh fucked up so all right here's this is fucking great uh roughly 40 percent of single japanese men in their 20s have never been on a date so lonely i so lonely <laughs> i i love me long time <laughs> yeah. yeah i have a play with my egg roll <laughs> one day i wish your parents were okay with having a daughter once in a while um does it say why they've never been on a date are they losers or are they just uh <laughs> they all they look alike <laughs> <laughs> the girl's like, I don't know if I want to date the guy with the dark hair or the dark hair. Um, <laughs> oh, what does Japanese Tinder look like? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, yeah, swipe nope. a right, nope. swipe a left. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> oh, wait, he smiled. Hold on, he okay. <laughs> swipe a left or swipe a rice? <laughs> oh. <laughs> now we're banned. Um, ah, that's it. I'm in trouble. On the Tuesday, the Japanese government can released a new white paper on the gender equality. The wide-ranging study presented large variety of data about men and women in Japan. One statistic that men with a sh uh, shock is that, according to the study, roughly 40% of unmarried Japanese men in their 20s have never been on a single date, but they got forearms like Popeye. Um, <laughs> I mean... Uh, Let's see. But one day they'll blow a load like Hiroshima. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? Oh, one <laughs> Lou finally jerk off. <laughs> he finally bust a nut. <laughs> I gotta bust a nut. I can't hold it no more. <sighs> Everybody here called Peter North now. We all call why did they call me Peter North? Um, <laughs> oh, it says here. I want to know what their the, real problem is. I mean, is, is it is it lack of women? Is it lack of confidence? Is it they they don't know how to work the dating app? I mean, what is the actual reason that this many Japanese men have not gone on a first date? It says it's not due to their shyness because Japanese people are very shy. You want to see yeah. my wiener? Um, Japanese society is very group oriented, uh, and that often extends to social life. Um, yeah, there are so many, especially younger members, uh, because there are so many occasions, society and group settings break away. They do a lot of shit together. You know, let's all go here. Let's all go there. Is this a date? No, there's 80 of us. You asshole. Um, yeah. well, well, you know, I've said that about Mer American dating scene. Uh, the, I, I don't think young people in America actually know how to date anymore when when you know my wife as you know is is much younger than me and part of it was 
being treated like a real woman. You know, like you say, hey, would you like to go to a dinner and a movie? Instead of like, wow, you didn't ask me to come over for beer and play video games. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people don't understand what actually a date means. It means you go one-on-one somewhere and, and have a discussion. What are you looking for in life? And what do you, you know, it's not just, Hey, me and my buddies are going to go throw some beanbags at a hole. You want to go with us? (laughs) Yeah. Sounds like fun. Uh, yeah. So listen, I think if you're a single, I think the part purpose the good thing about the story is if you're a single somewhat maybe homely looking woman here in the States. And, uh, you're, you know, you're tired of being catfished or being not you know left behind and just go to Japan for a few weeks. There's plenty of young men there that are ready to let loose. Yeah. And, you're uh, a 10 in Japan. That's right. <laughs> that's right. In North Carolina, <laughs> you're a farm animal, but in Japan, you're Bo Derek. <laughs> Bovine need- Derek. <laughs> <laughs> a perfect <laughs> that's so fucking funny uh well we got through it that's all we have time for in the wake of labor dougie show i want to thank oh, Steve group for no. joining me buddy just like no, that I we loved, went right through I this i love show. doing this with you yeah it's a lot of fun we uh we got to do it more often and uh, we've had a lot of you know i still have the uh you know, the video, we still top views on our clips. If you've never gone to go to our YouTube channel, uh, wake up late with Dougie show and go to just the clip. And, uh, we have some great videos in there of Occupado, you know, story of a man getting run over by a tractor. You know, we had people that were mad. I can't believe you're making fun of this guy. He died. He goes, yeah, he got run over in a fucking porta potty, porta potty, and a pot in a porta potty. Yes. Did that- you, b- before we go, did you see that the guy, I can't remember. Is it Rowan Atkins, the Mr. Bean? Yeah. He he fin- he spoke out and finally like cancel culture has got to stop. Comedy always has a victim. That's what and, yeah. I, and I've said that for years. Comedy a punchline is making fun of something. And yeah. and this whole gen- younger generation is like you're you're making fun of some yes, that's where jokes come from. That is the basis of humor. You fall in a hole, I laugh at your ass. Yeah. My friend Steve Marshall, a comic out of New York says Part about be, part of being an American is you have to agree to be made fun of because we make fun of everybody, you know. And there's certain there's certain groups of folks that don't want to be made fun of. Well, guess what? That's not how it works in this country, you know. We're, yeah. We all have thick skins. You know, we all should have thick skins. We're all supposed to be tolerant and understanding, and you know what I mean, and have a fucking you know, and have fun. You know what I mean? And and that's what it's all about. It's you know, I'm not doing the hokey pokey, but I'm just telling you that. You know, and I, here's the thing, Steve, I really do see a change. I don't know about you, but on the road, I'm starting to see, you know what I mean? That you're starting to see that where people are, are like realizing that, you know, enough's enough. Right. I, yeah. I think that's the change. The, 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 what we're starting to see now is people are recognizing all this woke bullshit, you know, is, is like with everything else I got to deal with as a human being. Why am I so concerned about that? Why the fuck? You right. know what I mean? I, I said this uh, to a young kid. Uh, we were talking, a, a good friend of mine asked me to talk to their kid. He's like 14, 15, and going to go over life and how to do money and stuff. And I, and I said, listen, I go, I don't know why the world is trying to tell you how you need to speak to millions and millions of other people. It's telling you what you need to say so you don't, you don't offend millions and millions of other people. That is an Olympian task, a Herculean task that cannot be done. What needs to be done is you yourself have to be tolerant of other people and less judgmental 
And if somebody says something that offends, you just fucking realize they may not have said it. And if they did mean it, they're just passing by, you know, you don't fucking have to hang out with that person. You know, you could, if, if you don't like the way somebody says something or always talks to you, don't fucking hang around. Don't invite yeah. them to the birthday party. You know, uh, well, it, what, it, what, that's what the way I life is. The, what I hate about the whole cancel culture, wokeism is it's getting rid of individualism. Like, you know, you have to think this way. You have to be this way. You have to consider everything this way. Like that's not making you be like wildly creative. That's not making you think outside the box. That's like putting you mm -hmm. in the box. You know, yeah. that's what that's exactly. what I, I think is so bad about it. Because every every one of these woke people that thinks they're special all look exactly the fucking same. Yeah, you know what they I mean. They have that fucking they're, look on their face. They they do. They're the way they got color hair and they've got pierced noses and they've got neck tattoos or whatever. You know what I mean? They're, you're not, you're not being creative because all you did was conform. Yeah. And, and, uh, but I, listen, I, I do think, uh, let's hope because it's very, it seems like we've been on that slide, you know, you, every, every generation ha does, does less and does less in that sense of the parenting aspect. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and, uh, you know, okay, you can't discipline the kid. Well, we stopped disciplining the kids. What happened? Well, they thought they were fucking brilliant. And they thought they could punch us and push us around. They didn't respect parents and they did whatever the fuck they wanted to do. And, and now, yeah. you know, they're raising, they're raising people, they're raising new children and a new generation. And, uh, that generation, well, my, pa oh shit, my battery's running dead. I should have changed my fucking thing. <laughs> my, my laptop's well, about to go. So. You got to make sure we're what I was going to say real, real quick is is like what, what you were saying is every generation has has gone less you know like oh you know they they were disrespectful then or every parent group of parents thought their kid was you know well yes with each one you've chiseled away i was thinking about each one you've chiseled slightly chiseled well yeah for 100 years ago they thought their kids were yeah so chisel 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 mm. at some point there's nothing left to chisel and it all breaks yeah. So even and now we're just so you said big deal. Yeah, kids rebelled a hundred years ago. Yes, but at some point it has to all the shit stops because you yeah. can't chisel away everything. Nothing left but a mass mob of shit. And that's right. all we have time for. Thanks again to Steve for joining me today. Uh we will be back either next week. I definitely think we'll have a show next week. Maybe Steve will come back and we'll get back into it and get banned by other comedy clubs and piss off other liberal comics. Uh, that's it, gentlemen. Thanks so much. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Wake Up Dougie. Follow us on Instagram at the Wake Up Play with Dougie Show. Go to our sub subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Wake Up Play with Dougie Show, and go to our fan page on Facebook. We make sure we need more subscribers and more people. Share the word. Have fun, whether you like us or not. Thank you. God bless. And uh, speak up. Say what you want. Just don't be hurtful and harmful to other people. Take care. We'll see you next time here at the same spot. Ha ha ha!